Welcome to Lost Levels Club. Welcome to Lost Levels Club. Today I have with me Sir Michael. Hello. And myself, Timothy. Hello. We're book club for games, but not today. Today we're going to talk about Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> the hype. The hype. And what we've been playing. A king's revival and the birth of his new world. Okay, let's go. But you are not alone. Link, you are our final hope. Go for it, Mike. <laughs> the hype. Find me. So, this was not actually what we were meant to be talking about, but the the third and final pre-release trailer for Tears of the Kingdom came out from our perspective two days ago, and like, yeah, my enthusiasm for this game has reached new levels. Like that trailer was so so good. In a WhatsApp group I'm in, someone posted, "Oh, here's the, you know, here's the trailer, but don't watch it if you want to go in no spoilers." And then I replied, "But it's an amazing trailer, so do watch it if you want to get aboard the hype train." Choo choo. <laughs> you know, it's just like it's so good. It is I think I I think I said in one of the earlier episodes this year, right? Like the only game I'm excited about this year is Tears of the Kingdom. But also that my enthusiasm had actually waned since seeing, you know, more trailers for it. And there was a 10-minute gameplay demo that I watched and I was also just like Oh yeah, interesting. Like I, I can see these are the new powers. It's, it's going to be like academically a stimulating game, you know. Like yes, I, I yes, I will enjoy playing this game. And then this trailer came out, and it's just like hit me on a whole different level, you know. Like the ten minute gameplay was like the mental logical stimulation, but like this four minute final trailer is just like all the feels, you know. It's like it made me feel like I did when I was young again. Like, it's the first time I've been excited for a game in a long time, right? I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it with this one. You know, did you, did you, did you watch it with the sound off? I, no, I didn't. I, so I watched it twice on my phone, which was a mistake. 100% is do not watch this trailer if you've not seen it on a phone. Although you probably watched it on a phone. I, I've watched it like 10 times, so... <laughs> So I watched it on my TV and that, that made a difference. But it's not like Twilight Princess levels of... Maybe Twilight Princess was just too much for me. Uh, maybe this is making me think I need to watch the Twilight Princess trailer. Like, I I don't get this. I, I think it may be because, right, 
you have like grown and changed as a person and now you're a sensible adult and the point of your life where you were at when you watched the twilight princess trailer you know it hit you different right but but now you've got adult concerns and so it just doesn't mesh the same way whereas like i've just like never changed i'm just still i mean it's like kind of terrible right but like i have still no responsibility oh, i do have some responsibilities but you know i yeah it, it, it triggered all of the the nostalgia and the i don't know i just feel like it's going to be it, it, it really can be like the best zelda game ever i don't know let's not talk so abstractly i think we need to talk about the details I I really think also part of it is just the the timing and the pacing and the music, right? Partic- the music in this trailer is, you seem to be immune to this. It, there must be something about, about your neural architecture. The only like, music- I've just been like mind hacked, you know? The only music which has affected me was the music from the Mario trailers. And that's why I need to see the Mario movie. I found it so affecting. Yeah. <laughs> I've been listening to the Mario soundtrack already okay i've not seen the film yet okay that's that yeah that's a whole other thing well we'll we'll talk about that next time the film right yeah but yeah i mean i have seen it no comment no comment yet okay where to start are are we going to talk about do you want to talk about the 10 minute gameplay mechanic stuff or do you want to just talk about the weird emotional brain hack that i fell prey to in the four minute trailer two days ago we should talk about the 4-minute trailer. I don't think we need to talk about the 10-minute gameplay trailer. Okay. I, I'm just thinking where to start, you know, like in, in my own comments, because I, I think I had the show notes open when the trailer hit, because I, I I saw that it was going to be released and there was a live stream for it. And I was, I was logged into the live stream and... I watched it and after I saw that trailer, I was just like, I just started writing things down, you know, my immediate impressions. And I was just, I think there's a moment, the moment in the trailer where it all kind of like caught up with me was, there's a bit, it's it's just like so dumb. There's a bit in the trailer where he jumps into the air and he's got a rocket attached to his arm and he like boosts up i think it's over even tide island and like that was the moment where i was just like it's so magical it's so magical i i can't wait to play this game you know and i actually was like overcome with emotion it was it was actually crazy and and then i went back and and watched it again and i was like noting down all of these things that just that just stood out to me i mean there's there's so much packed into this trailer there's so many moments and yet it also doesn't exactly really give anything give anything away. Like it's completely unclear what on earth is going on, but it just looks amazing. It looked amazing when you saw the champions assembling. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just like Breath of the Wild was a very solitary game. Like that was the idea, right? Like you were in the wilderness and you're exploring it and you know, there were tiny pockets of civilization, but on the whole it was on the whole, it was wilderness. And you had your, you know, the former champions like from a hundred years ago and they were all, they're all dead. And you interacted with them when you, you know, when you went to the divine beasts and you got their aid, but you know, it was all in the past. And then now, yeah, you can see their descendants, they're with you, you're, you're fighting together. 
Oh, oh, there's even a bit with like an army, like a, an army of villagers, and they're all wearing like pots and pans, you know, and they're fighting an they're fighting an army of like moblins, and it's just like it, it's like a different feel to the game, but but it's also it, I'm I really think there is going to be wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff, or a dark world or something because it, it seems like there is going to be this like solitary exploring the ruins kind of side which is you know when link is wearing all the zonai kind of gear and looks more you know ragged and he's got the weird green arm and then there's also link in the champion's tunic like at the head of the army you know it it feels like there's these two sides to it and like are they different time periods are they alternate universes are they different timelines is it like the twilight realm or something i really think there's something that has not been revealed I, I might be wrong, and it could just be from different parts of the game and the game world is evolving, but it also wouldn't surprise me if there was like an entire dual worlds mechanic that is in there. And to mention Twilight Princess, you know, this is one of the things that I was really hoping for with Twilight Princess. I was hoping that Twilight Princess would have the Twilight Realm, but you never really go there, do you? No, you don't. So like maybe this will be the time. Maybe this will be the time where we go. So we've seen, we don't even know if we've seen dungeons or shrines. We may have without knowing it. Yeah, this, the speculation is that the underground scenes that you see where Link is running around in all the big, like, fireproof armor, maybe that is a dungeon. I, I think that was the thing people really wanted, right? Like, in terms of people's lists of wants for Tears of the Kingdom, traditional Zelda-style dungeons was high on the list. 100%. I, I, the thing I found, one of the things I found really funny, though, was that like one of my personal wishes was, please, no weapon durability. And in that 10-minute trailer, like the first thing that happens is he just like picks up a stick and it breaks. And I was just like, wow, they're really doubling down on the weapon durability, you know? They, they really wanted us to know that it was still in there. What are your thoughts on the fusion stuff? So I saw in the, in the four minute trailer, there was a, a shield fused with a sword. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was cool. I, I, I bought into that. And with the, the transports, I'm okay with, it. I think I'm okay with it now. I've come to terms with it. <laughs> I loved the bit in the four minute trailer where he's got like a budget <laughs> battle mech. You know, he's got like this big, you know, like stone box that he's built and he's put like this flailing arm on it. And it's just like, it's just slowly trundling towards like a talus that's got a load of like bacoblins on the back. And it's like, going, ooh, it's like flailing his arm at them. It's just, but that's also so good, you know. But, but also like the potential because. In a scene just after that, he shoots an arrow at like another piece of Zonai machinery and it just shoots out like tons of lasers and like slices up this building, right? So it's like, just put that on your battle mech instead. We're, we're at this moment in time where, uh, you know what? I guess this is when the game has its most potential, right? We, we've seen a lot and yet so much is unknown that your imagination can run wild and it can be like your perfect game. Even if you don't, even if you don't really know what that would be, you just imagine that it is. 
And yeah, we're all just hoping and imagining that it's got the dungeons. And I, and I think like as many powers as we have seen, there are, there's hints that actually there are probably going to be many more, many more, at least several more. Because what are the four powers we've seen? We've seen Recall, Fuse, Ultra Hand, and Ascend. But, you know, one of these things is not like the others. If you look at Recall, it it's very obviously different from the other three. So it is represented by a you know, Chinese or Japanese character in a circle. Whereas the others, the others are kind of like, like pictures basically. And also when, when you see Link using recall, the back of his hand glows yellow. Whereas with the others, his whole arm glows green. So that kind of implies there's actually two different sets of powers. And so, you know, we haven't seen the other three hand powers and we're missing one arm power if we're assuming that there's you know four of each and the other interesting insight that you know i can't remember if this was in a video that i watched or if it occurred to me while i was watching a video but you know there are powers that you get from the dungeons in Breath of the Wild, because you get the champion powers from the Divine Beasts, like after you beat the Divine Beast, right? It's just that they are not, they're not like puzzle solving powers, but there's no reason they couldn't be. So even if they do keep the same kind of general format as Breath of the Wild, they can still have, you know, these, these powers being fed to you as the game goes on. Leads an interesting question about whether it's okay to have puzzle-solving powers. I hope yes. Yeah, I mean, because that's the thing. I mean, to me, what makes a Zelda dungeon, like a lot of people talk about the theming, but to me, it's the, you know, the unique item and using that item to get through the dungeon. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know. What what else was there to say? I I like the bit where he's diving in a wingsuit through all the laser grid. I don't know. There's just, there's just so many like crazy moments in that trailer where it's just like, what is going on? Or, or like, there's like the cloud fortress kind of thing, like in Laputa, like the giant dome of clouds. And then maybe it looks like he's inside that with the, you know, the descendant of the Rito champion and he's fighting the giant ice worm or something like, what is going on, right? What is going on? I can't wait to find out. Have you pre-ordered it? I'm just going to buy it online. I'm just going to download it. So I haven't pre-ordered it, but I could do any time. Have you? No, I, I need to wait for the reviews. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, I still don't. I've not played Skyward Sword. I don't think... Did that review badly? I think it did. Oh. oh, you know, you know what? This is yeah, good point. Skyward Sword, yeah. So yeah, you haven't played because I think well, a lot of people are speculating that this game has connections to Skyward Sword, and that's why they made sure to release Skyward Sword HD for the Switch, so that people would know, you know, what is going on. And on the subject of like wibbly wobbly timey wimey shenanigans. 
the symbol for this game is, you know, like a dragon eating itself or eating another dragon, like two dragons eating the tail of the other. And is it a time loop? Is it a time loop in one way or another? Yeah, not in the Majora's Mask sense. But more in the connections to, yeah, to Skyward Sword. Is this going to establish where Skyloft came from? Like the whole timeline is kind of looping back on itself. Sorry, I went into a lore rabbit hole for a moment. What about Skyward Sword? You haven't played it because it reviewed badly. So this Tears of the Kingdom is not a slam dunk. I, I think Skyward Sword is an interesting case because it reviewed badly, but it has everything that people say that they wanted from Breath of the Wild. What, what am I saying there? Breath of the Wild was an incredible game, but the thing it was missing were the dungeons. And people are saying like, oh, I want, you know, the people who were unsatisfied with Breath of the Wild were unsatisfied because it didn't have the traditional Zelda linear structure with the dungeons. And Skyward Sword is the most linear game, but it also has really good dungeons. So if you like the dungeons, you should actually play Skyward Sword. Okay, shall we move on? Okay, 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 let's move on. (laughs) We're just going to, we will obviously, obviously we'll find things to say. We'll find more things to say, but it won't be as... It's all from recall rather than <laughs> from preparation. It's, all, it's from, yeah, exactly. There's only been a four minute trailer. You can drag out, you can talk about it for like an hour if you wanted to, yeah. but it's all going to be wild and rampant speculation. You know, I just wanted to get in there. Alternate universe or alternate timeline or time loop or two time <laughs> periods or the dark world or Zonai Zelda. I'm just, I'm trying to say everything so I can say like, oh, I was right. <laughs> You're learning. I love it. Let's move on. Let's move on to what we're now playing. What we've been playing. My list is really embarrassing. So why don't you go? Why? First? What's, how's your list embarrassing? Let's have a quick look. There's like nothing new on it. <laughs> well, that, well, yeah, everything's old. Well, I'm playing GTA 4. <laughs> okay. Well, this are both embarrassing. This is a book club. That was, you know, that was meant to encourage us to play old games. And we're following through indirectly. We're playing old games. You are playing through your officially stated backlog, which is to say games that got 95 or more yeah, on Metacritic. And, and when I say Skyward Sword didn't review well, it got 94, not because it got like 72. It, it got 94? <laughs> yeah, it got 94 or something like that, yeah. 93, 94, yeah. Because I'm Jeez. a crazy person. Let, let me preface this with I'm a crazy person. So I bought Skyward Sword, saw the review go down from 95 to 94, and then I sold it on eBay. Because I'm a crazy person. What? I even got like limited edition what? gold. Because you had the, you needed the new Wii remote. 
plus or something. Yes, he did. So I got I got that package. I, um, um, yeah, I got it. Then it, the reviews dropped by a point or two, and I sold it. OMG! Even then, my time was just too valuable, or I was just too crazy a person. That is why I've not played Survival Sword, even though I, I've held it in my hand. A copy that I own, not a copy that was in the shop and I was about to steal. Painful. Wow. Okay. I wonder if you should try and play it before Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> Just get it on the eShop. Anyway, that's the, that's, that's the previous section. It's in the past now. GTA 4. I have now finished GTA 4. Congratulations. Thank you. Seriously, well done. But what I want to say, what I want to say is that I, in the last mission was the first time I, you know, everyone talks about, oh, the game engine is tied to the frame rate and weird stuff happens when you double the frame rate or you play it with new hardware. I totally experienced this firsthand, finally, in my life. So what happens is there's a quick time event where you need to mash a button to get into a chopper. And because I think I'm running it, I'm running it at 60 frames per second, whereas I think on PlayStation or whatever, hardware it would have been it would have they would have expected something between 25 and 30 you know if you hit 30 frames a second you'd be lucky so no matter how hard i was mashing this button i thought i'm getting old i can't even do these quick time events at the pace i needed to and i was i was really confused i really thought about i need to get some of those hacked game pads where i just it would just auto fire for me so i looked it up on the i I sent you the forum link I, i looked at and it turns out that because I'm running it at 60 versus 30, I had to double the input. And one way of doing that was to halve it intentionally using fraps. Oh, really? Yeah. Or the alternative was to make use of the fact that GTA allows a double input. So you can offer an input on the keyboard and the gamepad. So all I did was have to hammer spacebar and X at the same time. I'm glad you got it done. Yeah, it's a good game. All I know about GTA 4 is your cousin invites you bowling all the time. He does. I'm quite good at that bowling game now. <laughs> okay. Is it is it good in absolute terms? Like, is it something I should play? Oh, no. It's not something you should play. Okay. You should play GTA 5. I've played GTA 5. Well, then you don't need to play GTA 4. <laughs> good. Definitely. Because I can't be bothered. Let it be in the past. I also appreciate games with limited mechanics. You know, I don't want to worry about 10 things at a time. I want to worry about one thing, or at most three. What happened to two? Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, I'm better than two. We're better than two. Do you want to do a game or two? Okay, so funnily enough, I actually have bought a new PC. Yay. And I have a, <laughs> I have a 4090 now. And I have been using it to play <laughs> Noita and Neophyte. So like two pixel <laughs> graphics games. No- Noita, I'm not going to talk about because we're going to talk about that. Well, actually, I've, I've mentioned it before and I think we're going to talk about it at length in the future. Yep. But yeah, Neophyte. Remember we, so remember we actually, you know, we did that as a book club game and we talked about it with Max, the developer, Regal Pigeon. And he said he was going to do, you know, he had big plans for the game. He was going to do the spell rune system. And he was going to, he was thinking about adding new characters. So he's, he's got it 
done, like the spell rune system is in, and there was an update as well with a new character, the alchemist. So I have tried out that update and it's pretty good. You know, the, the game is, the game you can see is evolving. So I, I think there's obviously still, still further he can go and intends to go with it, but uh, it, it's cool to see. And the rune, the runes are cool. They actually do change the spells up significantly. So worth another look. So like, they're like modifiers on the spells. It's, it's basically like the Diablo 3 rune system. So it, it, it can make it into like basically a totally different spell, to be honest. I don't know. Any, anything else you want to say? Do you want to ask about the PC? I want to ask about the PC. So what CPU did you get? I got a 13700K. And what was your decision-making process for that? Why not AMD? Why not 13900K? It's really funny. I feel like everyone, I feel like everyone, I've been, when I, when people ask me what I got and I tell them, people are either like, why did you get such an overkill PC? Or they're like, why didn't you get a more overkill PC? Like no one says, oh yeah, good decision. Like everyone's always just like, you should have spent more or you should have spent less, you know? So the story of how I ended up with a PC. Wait, wait, I have I'm been asking, thinking about. I'm asking whether team blue, green, or red. I'm not, re- you know, I'm okay with what you've got. Okay. Which but, team is well, important, though? But, but, but this is the thing. This is how I ended up making that decision. Because I had actually, yeah, I was thinking I was going to get an AMD CPU. That had actually been my intention. But I also hadn't done all of the research I had planned to do. And there was like a big tech fair in Singapore and I went to it and a, like a PC building company, like a PC builder that a friend had recommended to me had a stall there and they had basically taken 10% off all their prices for the fair. And so they're like, if you order today, you know, you'll get 10% off pretty much. And so... It was the last day of the fair and the fair closed in like, you know, three hours. And I was just like, oh, so given I was going to order a PC from them anyway at some point, but maybe in like in a, you know, a few weeks, I was like, I guess I'm getting it now then. <laughs> and then I had to like go and, you know, find a quiet corner and just watch YouTube <laughs> review videos of CPUs and graphics cards and motherboards and stuff like very quickly. And then just walk back and go this one, this one, this one, this one. So yeah, I, I think at the time I had been thinking about it, AMD was looking like, you know, the way to go. But since then, for the way I, you know, for what I was actually planning to do with it, the Intel CPUs just had better price performance ratio. Like, I think if you want the absolute, absolute best performance, they were saying get the i9, get the 13900K. But it just has such insane power draw to hit those numbers and it's you know it's still not really necessarily better than the amd ones the 13700k is basically just a good compromise you know it it has a lot of cores so if you want to do if you want to it's actually got the same number of cores as a 12900k so it's got as many cores as the as the i9 from the previous gen. So it is actually very good at multi-core stuff, but the single core performance and the gaming performance is actually also just really good. And it, it costs like half as much as 
the 13900K and the 7950. So I was just like, why spend twice as much when I'm not actually going to use that performance, you know? It's interesting that you didn't apply that thinking to your GPU. Yeah. <laughs> I just really wanted a 4090. I've got to admit, there's, the, the 4090 is actually insane because I'm not even playing at 4K. You know, people are like, oh, you need a 4090 if you want to do like ray tracing at 4K. I'm playing at 1440p. Like, I totally do not need a 4090. I just wanted a 4090. And it means that I can just, if I want to play like without DLSS and ray tracing and stuff, I just can, you know? <laughs> It, it just works. I'm, I'm getting like over 100 FPS with like everything turned up to max, including ray tracing. Are we talking specifically about RTO overdrive here? So, so for example, yeah, one of the things, so one of the things I have played now is Cyberpunk 2077 with RT overdrive on and it is over 100 frames per second and it looks good. Looks amazing. But you know, <laughs> I don't think it looks that much better, honestly. That's the thing. I actually don't think it looks that much better, surprisingly. I mean, I, I played it for like maybe half an hour and I was just like, it's all right. But you notice it. I mean, fundamentally, you notice it. It's not something you can't, you, get, you know, whether you think it's better or not, it's subjective, but objectively, it I, does. You do. I actually don't think you notice it unless you're looking for it. That's the thing that I find most surprising. Like, I think unless you are deliberately trying to find places where the shadows and the lights and the whatever are wrong, basically Cyberpunk 2077, you know, the artists put in a lot of time making the non-ray traced version look really good because obviously that's how most people are going to play. And the ray tracing is kind of just an afterthought, right? So, I mean, well, number one, it wasn't in the game at launch. They've only just added it now. I guess they have to fix the so, lighting, don't they? The light sources. Yeah. So it looks good. Don't get me wrong. It looks good. But the non-retrist version also looks very good. And I really think unless you're really looking for it, it's perfectly acceptable playing it non-retrist too. Like it, it still looks pretty much as good. Like, you know, you know what? The thing that looks really good now on the new PC versus the old PC is RGB Fortnite. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, the RGB is a whole other story. <laughs> but but Fortnite looks I so before I was playing Fortnite on 2070 Super and I turned down quite a lot of the details to make sure I consistently got over 100 FPS. Like to, to, you know to hit 100 my monitor refresh rate is 144. So I turn down shadows i turn down lighting effects whatever right so fortnite now i mean to be honest, i should still actually turn these down because it is visually distracting like if you want to play yeah. in the sweatiest way i should actually turn it down but i haven't i've got everything just cranked up i've got nanite on i've got lumen on it looks really good so so fortnite is distractingly pretty you know like jumping out the bus and seeing all like the rainbow highlights on my character is it like you know, dives out the sky with the crazy Bifrost contrail and then like landing and seeing the beautiful time of day, you know, as the sun rose across the sky and the crazy high detail, you know, brickwork. I don't know. It's surprisingly pretty. Um, Fortnite has ray tracing. Is that right? Yeah. So I think Lumen is a global illumination ray tracing solution. And there's also other ray tracing you can turn on too. And you're still playing this cosplay? cross-platform i'm playing 
Yeah, so <laughs> I've hardly played Warzone or Warzone 2 in the months since moving here. I've, well I've played it like a handful of times, but I have been playing Fortnite. So, you know, Fortnite, because you don't have to worry about the grind to be competitive. Like I, you know, I do not have any weapons leveled really in like Warzone 2, but Fortnite, whatever, you just dive in, pick up something, shoot stuff. You know, you can still be, you can still be a contender, even if you, even if you're not grinding. So yeah, I'm, I'm playing it with various friends around the globe. I don't play it with anyone in Singapore. I just play it with like, you know, online friends. So. And you can do well, even, you know, even your cross region, cross platform, you're competitive. I mean, what does it mean to be competitive? To I win. Mean, I'm still like, whatever. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm winning every now and then. That's I think, fine. you know, it's got matchmaking rating. It's got matchmaking rating, right? Behind the scenes, I'm sure. So the, the game has definitely got harder and probably in a different skill bracket than before. So I don't know. Actually, this season, I think I'm not doing as well because they've, they've changed things up quite a lot. Like building is much stronger again. Also, for a little while building building was much less effective because there were so many options to basically just destroy people's buildings like you know if you had the kamehameha or the deku smash from you know the <laughs> from the anime crossovers or even just like the hammer but in this new season they've got rid of all of those so the best anti building option i guess now is the sword and you can't so easily just demolish a building with it. I I should just play zero build to be honest, but I don't know. It, it's still it's still fun. So it's that's still there. Yeah, zero build. Yeah, zero build is still in. I mean, it's fun. It is genuinely a fun game. I read that there. I don't know if it's available now or in the future. That they support a Roblox style build your own game mode, publish your own game mode, make money off your own game mode. Yeah, I, I think they're trying to push that quite hard because they know that that's potentially the future. I mean, I, I other than that brief foray into Roblox, have not played it since. I, you know, I tried it out just to try out the dev tools, but th th there's a lot of stuff in Roblox. And then I saw people have made like full-on Call of Duty type games in Roblox that genuinely look good. So I think they know that they need to compete in this space as well or, or i mean they don't have to but they've decided to right? they should do i mean roblox has no competitor that's that's the thing if they want to be a forever game you know then how do you do it and i mean it's actually funny saying this because like counter-strike counter-strike is a forever game for sure right but then again they're they're releasing a new version of counter-strike so like you know how are you going to make the money i don't know can we quickly go back to the 4019? Sure. So there was no justification. Is it in my mind? I had I thought you had some justification for the 4090. It was, oh, I need 24 gigs of uh, video RAM for XYZ. Oh, I, I want to be able to run AI models and stuff. Like I wanted to be able to run stable diffusion and other AI generating stuff. Yes. That was the other reason for the 4090, so to be honest. Do you think there's a difference? So help me out here. Does that mean 12, 16 won't work, doesn't work from your experience? Are you looking for an excuse to get yeah, <laughs> 4090? See, see what excuse I have. I think if you're just playing games, it doesn't really matter. No, of course not. 
unless you're playing Hogwarts. Hogwarts is it Hogwarts Legacy? <laughs> yeah, I, it's weird actually because I think they reduced the v- yeah. like I had a 1080 Ti and that had 11 gigs of VRAM I think, and then when I had the 2070 Super that was only eight, and eight is not enough to run the standard version of stable diffusion. You actually had to run this memory, you know, this version that was optimized for low memory. So there are things like that. Like the AI models are are big. And to be honest, even 24 gigs is not enough to run like the proper, proper big ones. You know, like when they say a large language model, they really mean large, like over a hundred gigs. So even yeah, 24 I mean, it, is not enough, is all I heard. Well, I mean, you, you can still run it. You can still run it, but it has got to swap bits in and out of memory, so it will be slower, right? So that's the thing. So if you, want to, if you want to load the whole thing in there, I mean, if you want to load the whole thing in there for it, 24 is enough for most things. 24 is a lot. I mean, I think 16 is probably enough as well. I've read that they're planning to optimize the models further so that they use less memory. Yeah, I think they are trying to streamline them and strip them down. And and as mentioned, there are techniques for loading in a bit, doing some work, swapping out another bit, doing some more work. So you can do it piecemeal if need be. I have one last question about the PC. Okay. Is your case tempered glass? Yes, this time. No concern. Last time I had a window, but it was plastic. Yeah, yeah. This does. time it's got a big glass window, and it's heavy as well. Have you put a mat under it, or you put it on the hardwood floor? It's on the hardwood floor. Okay. Wait, is that is something I should be concerned about? I just don't know about this. I thought if your if your fans are spinning quickly and the whole case is shaking, it's prone to just. I mean, that's because maybe Reddit is just joking about it all the time now. <laughs> oh no! To put no. Mats okay, under so. It to absorb any sort of <laughs> there is actually so things that were very annoying when i got the pc the fan spinning up and down was quite noticeable and i had to well a open it up tighten up a bunch of screws because there was some vibration that was making this odd humming sound exactly and that's where the glass is going to get in trouble okay and then also just change the fan curves so it wasn't constantly spinning up and down because the the default curve is literally a curve and so based on the temperature it's always changing the fan speed and i was like this is ridiculous and so i just made it flat i just made it flat up to 60 degrees and then above 60 it starts to spin up so anytime the cpu is under 60 it just spins at a constant speed okay which is much better should we go back to the games (laughs) okay so what else have i been playing i've been playing a lot of arkham city that's next on the list You've had to start again, right? Because you lost your save. Yeah. You lost you because you deleted your save. Yeah, I deleted my save accidentally. I was, it was not intentional. Yeah, obviously. So this time, I've I I bought an Xbox controller to play. So the button prompts, so I can use the button prompts. But looking back, I could have probably just modded it and just got some DualShock prompts instead. I don't know. I think it's fine. Just get an Xbox controller. X- what, what kind of Xbox controller did you get? I don't know what choices I have. I just got the basic one. Xbox is it, one. Is it wired or is it wireless? I got a wireless one. But I use it with a wire. Yeah, okay. I think that's the standard thing to do. Does it, does it have vibration? Yes, it does, yeah. Okay. 
So I've never understood why Xbox controls require batteries. But I don't want to use batteries, so I've, it's wired. Does that make sense? I feel like you answered your own question there. Like, why do they need batteries if they don't have a wire? No, because like, I mean, the power's got to come from somewhere. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Sir Mike. What I mean is I don't understand why it's it's not an embedded battery, which I can charge and unplug. I have to provide like double A's or whatever it is. Just, I mean, I actually prefer that. I just use rechargeable batteries in it. Okay. I think having a replaceable battery is better than an embedded one that's going to, you know, age and die. I'm not sure what the answer is to that. Mm. The thing that annoys me is that the wireless adapter for the Xbox One, they they actually changed it. And so the one I've got is no longer supported. Like literally, they don't provide the driver for it anymore. And Why? I, I don't know. At some point, they decided to make a new one. And the new one uses different drivers, weirdly. So I actually have not installed my xbox one wireless adapter on the new pc because i don't want to have to you know go searching for the janky driver to make it work which which is what i did on my laptop so i mean obviously i can make it work but it is a weird and janky driver like windows doesn't support it properly and gets confused because it thinks it's also a network card is is really weird so i'll probably try and buy one of the second generation wireless adapters at the moment i've just i'm also just plugging it in so it's a third-party driver, isn't it? No, no, no. It's it is the original Microsoft driver, oh, okay. but they just it's not in Windows Update anymore. You literally have to go to like oh, okay. some historic Windows. It is an official Microsoft site, but you've got to you know they don't provide it in an automatic way anymore. So you can still get it officially from Microsoft, but you've got to manually install the driver, and it it weirdly appears as a network adapter instead of an Xbox thing. That's not so, too bad. I thought you were going to say. It's going, you know, have to go to a third party site. That's no, 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 no. I, I mean, I definitely wouldn't do that. Please don't. I don't I'm, <laughs> I'm quite paranoid about this sort of thing. I don't like to install anything that I, that I don't know the provenance of. You know, you, I'm quite. Did you hear about MSI drivers? If you Google MSI drivers, you get all the malware MSI drivers before the real ones. It's terrible. Mm, yeah. This, I, yeah, exactly. I don't like this. Actually, this is another new PC thing that came up, right? the motherboard drivers have installed some kind of hook where at startup, it pops up a thing saying, oh, do you want to install the gigabyte like control center? And I don't want to install like this extra software because I don't, you know, I don't need it. If I don't, I, well, I need it if I wanted to control the RGB, but I just don't care. I'm just leaving the RGB on defaults because, you know, I don't even really care about RGB full stop. And blasphemy. What, you know, I, well, and I was trying to figure out what was causing this to pop up. And, and I discovered, yeah, number one, it's like one of the motherboard drivers makes it pop up. And number two, how do you stop it from popping up? You have to go into your BIOS and disable a setting in your BIOS to make it stop popping up this thing when you start Windows. I was just like, WTF, like, this is not right. You should not have to go into your BIOS to change the behavior of your operating system, like to install bloatware, you know. I was kind of shocked. I guess this is why people use Linux. <laughs> so going back to Arkham City, mm. this I think this is my favourite game. I mean, it's so funny that we just talked about Skyward Sword and how I would love it. I really enjoy the format of Arkham City, which I think is just going to be like Skyward Sword. It's a great game. It's which better one? than Skyward Sword. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> 
if Skyward Sword had the open uh, open world of Arkham City, it would have got 95. Like the, Basically, the problem with Skyward Sword is that you don't have... You know, Arkham City, you've got the freedom of the city, right? Uh, yeah. You can just like fly around and, and go places. And then there's essentially, I guess, like the dungeons where you're fighting the supervillains. So Skyward Sword doesn't have that. It's got the great dungeons, but you're very much like railroaded from one to the other. It looks like you've got an open world at first, which is really exciting. And then you realize, no, I can only go to this one place when I'm told to go there. And that's what makes it sad. Okay, fine. That completes that loop. <laughs> yeah. What else have you have you been playing? Uh, other than this, okay, so next on my list... I was joking that this should be now buying rather than now playing because I bought Mario 3D World, but I haven't actually played it. <laughs> so I just saw it was like 30% off because I guess they were doing a promotion along with the launch of the Mario movie. So I was like, oh, I always wanted to play that. So I bought it, but I haven't actually played it at all. Whoops. And then there was a similar promotion on Breath of the Wild and the DLC to tie in with the launch of Tears of the Kingdom. And so I actually also bought the Breath of the Wild DLC, which I didn't have before. And I have been playing that as kind of warm up for Tears of the Kingdom because, you know, I know it's in the same world map, right? So I thought, oh, you know what will be fun is to like re-familiarize myself with the Breath of the Wild world map. And what better way to do that than getting the DLC rather than just aimlessly wandering. And then the DLC has the hero's path mode where you can see where you've been. I realized there's loads of places I have not been in Hyrule. Like literally I hadn't explored like half of the map, you know, there were like big places that I just literally never walked through. So that is what I have been doing. What does the DLC give you? The DLC gives you Trials of the Sword, which is like Trines. a gauntlet of enemy fights now you, you go back to the master sword pedestal you put the sword in the pedestal and then you just have to fight your way through these like sequence of enemy waves basically i i tried it i died like halfway through the first beginner stage kind of thing like i think there's, there's like 30 waves or something for the first set of trials and i i died on like wave 20 or something i don't know so because you lose all your items, you lose all your healing, and so on. So, yeah, I did not do very well. And, and I haven't tried that since. So I did try it, but I haven't finished it. There's also the Champion's Ballad, or the Ballad of the Champion, something like that, which is another quest line, which I have not even started. So that one, you go back to the Shrine of Resurrection, and you can... I, I think this one ultimately culminates in you getting a motorcycle. And it's actually quite a big quest and supposedly quite good, but I haven't even started that one. So the other thing I have been doing is it adds a load of cool armor sets to the world. And I've just been, I've just been exploring the world and looking for those armor sets. Okay. My last two. I'm playing COD and FIFA. You, you, you made an, you asked an interesting question. What games you play that are knowingly bad? This should be a whole episode in itself at some point. Yeah. Well, I'm playing them because I'm comfortable with them. They're no effort. And I can, 
I have enough in-game knowledge to do well and enjoy it. Yep. I accept my failures as a human. What, what like Warzone 2? Warzone 2, yeah. Or are you playing mul- multiplayer? Warzone 2, not multiplayer. Okay. So do you have the guns leveled up? I have all the ARs and SMGs leveled up. Beyond that, I'm not doing it. I'm just not. Uh, that's all you need anyway, right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe a sniper if you care about sniping, but you don't really. I, I think I care because everyone, one, was it one shot snipers are back now? Oh yeah, I heard that. So I think I need to care. Otherwise I'm just going to get destroyed because everyone's going to be sniping me. Were, were they were they not one shot for a bit? Yep. They weren't one shot. They intentionally removed it. It's in, you know, That's an interesting thing, right? Because on the one hand, it's really annoying when you get one shot. But I actually think it's more annoying when you can't one shot with a sniper. So, yeah, there's a... I feel like every now and then they remove one shot snipers because people are pissed off about being one shot. And then people get really pissed off that they can't one shot. And they're like, see, see. And then everyone's like, yeah, put them back in. And then that's it for another year or two. But what can you, you do? Know? I mean, improve the, like, increase the glint. Like, you'll be blinded every time there's a sniper. Well, this, actually, this is, this is one of those funny things in Fortnite. They changed it because in Fortnite, snipers used to have no glint. So now snipers have glint in Fortnite. And. There was a period when snipers were not one shot in Fortnite, which made sense when you had the three shot sniper because, you know, you could fire three, three shots without reloading. But then you had like a heavy one shot bolt action sniper and it still was not a one shot headshot. Like I remember playing a game and I had I think I had like a legendary sniper and I headshot someone. And I did like 199 damage and the max health is 200. So I was just like, this is ridiculous, you know? Like I was literally like point blank range, like last few people kind of thing. And I headshot them and it didn't one shot them. So anyway, now they they definitely one shot now. It does like 300 plus damage now if you headshot someone. And sounds like that's back in Warzone as well. Good. I wonder whether Warzone, they care about headshot or not, whether it's a headshot or not. They they must do. Okay, uh, they can't possibly have a body shot, one shot sniper. Okay, good. I mean, they can, but you're that, is, you're that like is asking for trouble. Yeah, you know what you're doing. You know what you're talking about. You know what, though? <laughs> Sorry, just to go back to Fortnite again. There is a there is a one-shot, body-shot shotgun in Fortnite. Or at least I have... That's okay. I have died in one shot to a shotgun in Fortnite and been surprised. Like, I always thought that was two shots, but I think it's a hard... I think it's like a mythic shotgun. It's not like a regular one you pick up off the ground, but... Yeah, you can get one shot by a shotgun, which is which is a surprise. Okay, your last two games. Yeah, okay, my last two. This one I guess I'll just say quickly. As an April Fool's joke, they released a Sonic the Hedgehog visual novel called The Death of Sonic the Hedgehog. And I played it and it was pretty good. I- I'm kind of surprised they just randomly gave away a free game for April Fool's Day. But it's not a bad game. It's literally like a Sonic the Hedgehog visual novel. We use the term visual novel and game interchangeably. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a murder mystery detective game. It's, it's a bit like Phoenix Wright, I guess. Oh, okay. But there's just one case, which is the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. And the big one? And then, yeah, the last one, I played the Diablo 4 beta, the open beta. And... It was pretty good. It's 
it's kind of in between Diablo 2 and Diablo 3. I I think it's still actually more Diablo 3 than Diablo 2, to be honest. Like, it's it's Diablo 3 with the trappings of Diablo 2 to make people who like Diablo 2 shut up and just, like, <laughs> just get on with it, right? So it has a skill tree. It has a skill tree so that all the Diablo 2 people will stop going like, oh, it's been dumbed down and streamlined to infinity, which is obviously exactly what I was saying. But the skill tree is not like the Diablo 2 skill tree. It's basically... There are very few choices to make. So it's still fun. It's still fun. I would like it if they leaned more on the Diablo 2 side and let me have more customization and let me have more hotkeys. Because it might be that I just don't understand and you can do this, but as far as I could tell, you could only have, I think, six skills. Like you could have a left mouse button, a right mouse button, and then like one, two, three, four. I don't think you could just, you know, arbitrarily have as many skills as you liked. And I would have liked to be able to use all my skills, like have more hotkeys, you know, like I've got a freaking keyboard, right? So it would be nice to have more key bindings so that I could have like teleport and frost nova and not have to pick because I've only got, you know, a limited number of, of hotkeys, for example. Does it feel like a game that's been designed with a controller in mind? Yes. Okay. But, you know, such is life. That's just how it is these days. But, you know, I would like it if they, low, you know, lowest common denominator. Like, if people really, you can you can plug a keyboard into a PS5, right? Like, if you really want to have all the hotkeys, then just let people plug in the keyboard. Just don't, don't hold back the keyboard people. You can have a shift button. So yeah. you can double up on the controller. Exactly. Exactly. Right. That's why it's just like, give me more hotkeys. Don't give me like, don't give me 10 skills, but only, you know, six buttons. If I've got 10 skills, let me use all 10. But, you know, it was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I, I'm cautiously optimistic. Will you buy it? I'm, I'm going to wait for reviews. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to wait for reviews. I'm, I'll see how I feel because... Do I do I really need to play another Diablo game? Uh, that that's what it really boils down to, right? I don't need to play like some loot grinding game to try and grind out amazing items and blow things up. I, I've got so many demands for my time now, right? Do I enjoy it that much? So I might I might buy it just to play through the single player story, but I I don't intend it to be. I I would not buy it with the intention of it being, you know a major game in my rotation if you see what i mean yeah there's only so much time you've got and my my current time sync games i guess are fortnite for the social aspect and just and just noiter for some reason <laughs> despite having a 4090 so have you finished how many times have you finished noiter at this point okay i have only won noiter twice there have been several other times when i could have won but I tried to extend it into a longer run and do some of the, you know, the bigger picture achievement-y story kind of things. And then got noited, you know, like blew myself up or overextended myself or something. So, I, you know, I've only won twice. There have been probably at least 
three or four other times when I could have easily won, but deliberately didn't because I was trying to do something else and then died. Okay. And actually, if I was always trying to win, if I was always trying to win, I probably could win more often. But I, I want to win in style, if you see what I mean. I don't actually see what you mean. We'll, we'll have to talk about that. Okay. We'll talk one. about that another time. We'll talk about it another time. We were Lost Levels Club. We still are Lost Levels Club. Please, please rate and subscribe to us on your podcast platform. Please, please, please. You can find us on email. Mike.and.ting at lostlevels.club. On Twitter. At Lost Levels Club. Anywhere else? Reddit r slash Lost Levels Club. So, Michael, what are you grateful for today? I am grateful that I got to see my family in Malaysia after like six years because I hadn't seen them for a while and then COVID hit and then, yeah, it's been a long time. So I got to visit them over Easter. It was nice. So Michael says bye. Bye bye.